Along the Trayland Pass, two scribes, a gnome and an elf, find themselves traveling a familiar mountain road. Carrying a backpack of supplies and a satchel of books, the two head to the hidden teleportation circle that leads to the Universal Library. I meant to ask, how are your parents? I wish I could have come to see them again. Their shop in Samar is finally catching some business. They are definitely cheerful, but unfortunately, when Dad designed the place, he made the doors for gnomes, not for you people gifted with height. Oh no, so no one can get in. Just the halflings and gnomes. Some dwarves visit, mm. but Sobar is mostly humans, so they oftentimes don't even see the place. What are they going to do? They are pivoting. After I got done with the library's errands, I started helping Mom with an outdoor tent. That way they can show off some of their goods outside. Just means that they won't see a lot of business during the autumn rains. That's too bad. Maybe once they get some business, they can get a new place? Oh no, Dad's too stubborn for that. When they got here from Loran and they looked at the place I found for them, he specifically said with a stern matter-of-factness, well, guess this is where I'll die. Huh, <laughs> Adamo knows. So he's that committed? I think he has to be. When their shop in Port Greasel got destroyed in the uprising, there wasn't a whole lot left to live off of. He's already 380 years old. He's probably got another 20 years of his life. Thankfully, he doesn't have to pay off needles and watts for the debt he accumulated for those constructs that he got for manufacturing. Now Mom's just in the back breaking her fingers in the machinery. Hmm, and what about your mom? Is she that committed as well? She'll stay committed till Dad passes on. She wants to see the Fay Islands again, where she was born. Dad's too old for that sort of travel, though. Mom's still got a spring in her step at 302. Hmm, well, good for her. I can tell you, once you pass 300, it's all downhill from there. I think for us gnomes, it's at 200. Last 22 years for me have been rough on my back. Ah, to be a hundred again. Well, you should probably stop carrying Scribe Gwendara's books up those stairs. I can't help it. He's so pretty. You bringing her back a present like last time? Of course. And what is it this time? <laughs> Say that again. A heart-shaped chocolate. Ah, well, that's just adorable. Shut up. We're here. A heart-shaped chocolate. The two walk up to the teleportation circle. Tidley stands on the platform and takes his glove off to reveal his ring. He kneels down and places his open palm on the platform in the center of the arcane engraving. Slowly, he begins to glow and disappears. Ugh, I hate doing this on an empty stomach. As the teleportation process is complete, he shields his eyes quickly from the piercing mountain wind at this altitude. Then he uncovers his eyes slowly to see Tiddly staring across the Universal Library's complex. The place is in ruin. The Temple of Christoph Morningrise has been destroyed. The statue has fallen onto the administration building. Wigistry University School of Rituals has been smashed in. Two of the dormitories have been destroyed, and the large metal doors at the front of the library have been pushed and broken in as if a battering ram had broken through. What in the daylight has happened here? Uh, I, I do not know. It's almost like there was a battle. Everything is charred. Two, 
Two months ago, there wasn't even a hint of danger. Should we... leave? I think we should investigate first. <sighs> I was afraid you were going to say that. The two put down their packs and supplies near the wall of one of the standing dormitories. And over the course of the next hour, they sneak around the complex scared that whatever could have done this is still here. As they get closer to the library, they find a large lump of snow. They uncover it to find the collector. What in Kristoff's name is that? I do not know, but I'm guessing that is what attacked him. Looks like it has uh, bodies stacked on its back. Ugh, gross. Hold on. I recognize those insignias. Those dead bodies are Crimson Command. But there was only one Crimson Command here. Oh, what was his name? He was new. Well, his name was Barak, but he left before we did. Got called back to Gamar for some reason. Yes, that means the Command doesn't know this happened. The Wizard's Rainbow might. There's no way their teleportation circle from Chandelin is working now with their school destroyed. Let's check out the library. Oh. The two walk towards the library and step onto the fallen heavy metal doors. The stench of decay and rot from bodies permeates the area. And after an hour of sneaking around, they find that there's no one here. Everyone has been killed, and whoever did this has moved on. Well, I guess we need to send word to the Wizard's Rainbow and the command that this has happened. Yeah, I think that's probably the proper move. Do we start cleaning up? <sighs> well, we have dedicated our lives to this place. Oh. Let's start by getting the word out. Then we'll start with the bodies. If we find Gwendera, I, I might need you to handle her body. I will do that for you, my friend. Over the next several days, the two work diligently to gather the bodies that they can find. This sort of labor is more than they are used to, as they are scribes, not soldiers. They also were able to find a spellbook that helped them get word out via magic to the Wizard's Rainbow and the Crimson Command. Both organizations are sending help, though the Crimson Commands might be delayed due to recent attacks. A week later, one morning, they find themselves back in the library, ready to take on the work needed there. Okay, so let's get these shelves back up. Salvage whatever books and scrolls we can, and then let's check the bin for new books to catalog. Will all the destroyed books be there? Well, they should be. If there isn't a copy in here of a book, it should show up there. Even if the book was destroyed in here. I accidentally spilt a whole glass of wine on a book in here while I was reading one night. It got replaced in the bin. Interesting. How mad was Master Scribe Derinthi? He didn't find out. I checked the bin before he did. Hmm. Lucky you. The two stand-up shelves and sweep charred papers. They clean up the place as if it was brand new. But it took all day. As they begin to head out, Tidley says, Let's check out the bin before we head back to the dorms. I'd like to know what kind of work we have in store for us tomorrow. When they get to the bin behind the counter, they open the lid. Books begin to slowly tidal wave out of the bin. Hundreds, maybe even thousands of books pour out, making them quickly rush away. The entire inner circle of the front desk is filled with books. Sheesh. 